Hey, Cheese Mosas. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Igby. And we are the Cheese Man Queens. Queens. You, you waited to see if you can get in line there. I was going to say we're married at first sight. <laughs> <laughs> but we are, in fact, not married. <laughs> we're not married. Um, that would be a great twist for someone to have a podcast and they were I bet there is somebody who's just married and then commenting on this and then comparing it to their marriages and blah 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 there's a podcast for everything I know but I guess that's cool mm-hmm. all right cheese me time you don't have any cheese man I don't the well was dry this week <laughs> too I much have... in episode drama there was there really really was and i can't wait to dive into that um i have one tidbit from a listener who dm'd us and she was on the what did you call it the reddit streets Mm -hmm. and uh she was just pointing out that the time somebody ran into zach at an airport and she was trying to get the tea from zach and he couldn't, he didn't really say too much or whatever, but Zach pointed out that what they're showing from the time you see him greeting her with flowers and the time they have the bee conversation, like he's reading a book under the tree and the bees coming and yada, yada, yada. During that's only 72 hours in between that, which is interesting. Sounds about right. I don't know. I just seemed like so much had happened in a short amount of time. And it was only 72 hours. Yeah, because they had those housewarmings like right Right after, right? Like the second day. So this listener was also speculating that, or I think she read it on Reddit as well. Um, I just got that. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. Read it. I the just got it. Jeez. Sorry. Yikes. Anyway, there was speculation that Michaela blew up because Brett and Zach hooked up at the couple's retreat. I find this and that's why Ryan, she was, Michaela was saying, Ryan, aren't you going to do something? And he's like, what do you want me to do? Ooh. But that, it seems really far-fetched to me. Wow. What do you think? That's Ooh. juicy if it that actually is. happens. Especially because <laughs> Ryan seems pretty cool with Zach. Out of all the other guys, I think they get along the most. I think he's annoyed by Jose. He's annoyed by Johnny. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I just don't see... you a savage dog. No, no, I just don't (laughs) see Brett doing something like that when she's so invested, you know? And like you said, Zach and Ryan are cool. I can't see Zach doing that either to a friend. But I don't know. As time we goes don't know on, these he's people. exposing himself more and more as a fuckboy. Mm. So, but yeah, if that happens, that would explain so much. It really would. Why it she really was would. so like extremely mad. Yeah. To the yeah. point of breaking things. Yeah. 
But then again, she also took her rage out on that innocent roll of Clorox wipes. <laughs> they never did Clorox anything. Wipes. What makes it even more interesting, because after the listener told me this, I was trying to like pay attention to Brett a little more because she had she had somewhat, you know, a lot of screen time here. Mm-hmm. And when they go to the tantrum place to go hit everything, Brett was like, oh, we just miss Michaela so much and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, do you? Do you? <laughs> well, this was before that happened. No, I know, but it's just even like even more savage in that she's like playing this that she are is good friends with Michaela. I don't know. Yeah. Mm. That would be wild. It would be. I don't think it's true, but because then there's also like rumors about Bao and Zach. Zach and everybody, right? <laughs> Zach's the town bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see that. No. Well, we're going to find out. We're halfway through the season. That's true. That's true. And the little preview they had for upcoming episodes or whatever were, yeah, was just bananas. So I'm looking forward to what's to come. But, but yeah, let's talk about this episode. Season 13, episode 10, Married at First Sight. Igby, do you have a title? Yes. Locked out. It wasn't even a good uh, one. It's just locked out. <laughs> oh, I thought you were locked out of your mic. No. Locked no, that's out the, title. the title. Oh, yeah, that's not a good one. I will say there haven't been any Texan cliches or anything like that for a few episodes. They've just given up. I think so. Until we go see them at the Dude Ranch, which I assume is the couple's retreat. Yeah. So it's going to be like, you got it, dude. Mm, That'd be horrible. Like friends, farms, and F-150s. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's jump in. How about, let's start with Bao and Johnny. Bao and Johnny are, will they, won't they? Ups and downs, roller coaster couple. For real. So we open to them in their bedroom and they're going to complete an exercise that the experts have sent to them. Johnny has his weird toe cover socks on. I saw that. <laughs> Let's get to business. So basically the exercise is they have this jar of um little slips of paper that have different questions on them. And it's basically questions that couples kind of avoid answering. Um, So it's kind of meant for them to pull kind of deeper. Yeah, Yeah. deep conversation. Uh, So Johnny pulls the first question and asks, what's your biggest insecurity and why? Bao says that she has an insecurity about not being able to do it all and not being good enough. And that it's to the point that it's not healthy, which... I thought that was interesting for her to say and for him to gloss over. Like they didn't Mm -hmm. really address that. Yeah. And he says that his biggest insecurity is not living a purposeful life. He says he's done a lot of things in his life, but they've all been safe. That marrying her was the biggest risk that he's ever taken, but it's proving to be worth it. Aw. Are you sure? Do you mean that? (laughs) So then they go to the next question. 
Val asks, what's the biggest event that made you feel embarrassed or shame and why? So that's when Val goes into her story. Um, you know, we've heard her tell this earlier in the season. Mm -hmm. uh, basically, when she was in school, she grew up very poor and she never wanted the bus to pick her up or drop her off in front of her actual home because it was just a small kind of beat down trailer. And Johnny asks if there were any other kids, you know, maybe neighbors that she could confide in because maybe they were in kind of a similar situation. Mm -hmm. And she says, yeah, in the beginning, they were her closest friends. But eventually those kids, moms in particular, didn't want their children hanging out with Val because of her dad. Basically, her dad had gained the reputation of being, you know, the local drunk mm -hmm. and was influencing the other neighborhood husbands bringing them along for the ride and that yeah. wasn't flying with the moms mm -mm. that's so sad they take it out on bow yeah but i mean if you don't want your kids at at a drunk person's house i get it i get it it's just so sad like she can't come to your house you can see how she's a nice kiddo i assumed she was a nice kiddo in a voiceover, Johnny says that her telling him, you know, these kind of big secrets that she's never shared with anyone else, it's making him feel like it's building more trust and more commitment to one another and that, you know, she's being really vulnerable. And he feels like that's kind of what love is. It's being the rock for your partner and he wants to be there for her. And then they have a weird hug in the bed. <laughs> Lifetime, why are you forcing us? to see this i know there was so much like i felt really awkward yeah. especially on the stuff that's coming up that you're about to talk about yeah <laughs> i was like i don't want to be watching this i'm sorry at all at all um but he's saying all the right things i hope he really genuinely feels like that i don't know and see that's the thing now he's flip-flopped so much mm -hmm. i can't take your word if we as a viewer can't trust you, how is Bao going to trust you? Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. So. Mm. so the next scene we have with them is Dr. Pocahontas comes to visit. <laughs> okay, what was this like purple leopard dress with like big ass white flowers on it mm -hmm. with like lilac shoes? It was a lot. It's like she's trying to be couture. For a trash TV show. show. No. <laughs> Just no. Just wear regular clothes, bro. <laughs> anyway. Oh, and I did spot the uh, lamb ottoman. Is it a lamb? <laughs> well, that's the same thing. Lamb and sheep are the same thing. Yeah. I think so. A lamb is a baby sheep. Are you sure? Pretty sure. I'm not. Don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway... Dr. Viviana says she's impressed with how they've handled everything. And she says, you know, they've been, she's been keeping up with what's been happening. She asks if they have been putting each other through any tests and what they've learned from that. Johnny's like, oh yeah, I put Val through tests all the time. I just did it right now. That's really weird. <laughs> that is weird to be constantly testing your partner's your boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I put my partner in any sort of test I just tell him what to do <laughs> well 
that's kind of what Johnny says. He says <laughs> that, you know, they were supposed to be making the bed together, but really he just made it more than anything. She was giving him instruction while she was putting on her makeup. <laughs> so he gives that a 2.5 because they're supposed to be doing it together. So then he goes to the example of when they made dinner together. He liked that. She kind of kept him on task and made sure he was doing things the way they should be done. And that that experience was a 10. And then Bao tells Dr. Viviana that Johnny even told her after the fact that when she was bending to put the salmon in the oven, he was <laughs> checking her out. And that's when Johnny, of course, puts his foot in his mouth and is like, yeah, I'm always looking for an opportunity. And Bao says she misses that. She's not very good at reading signals for romance at all. <laughs> she says that things didn't get quote unquote spicy until the exercise where they had the bottle of champagne and all the love questions. And that's when Bao confirms that they have, in fact, consummated their marriage. She says that it was intense and surprising, but in a good way. How is vanilla sex surprising? Maybe, I don't know, it was just good? That would be the only surprise I would think. Because next she's, you know, I, I hate to skip ahead, but she's like, she wants more variety, <laughs> you know, so... Like we said, Dr. Viviana brings up that Johnny likes vanilla sex. So was it actually vanilla? And Johnny says, yeah. And that's like you said, when Bao turns to him and says, but there's definitely room for, you know, more <laughs> variety. We can switch it up. So she's trying to get freaky <laughs> and Johnny better get with the program, which he is. So when people say vanilla, I just think of plain old missionary. Right. That's what vanilla is. Yeah. Would you? So he's, that's all he's doing. I can understand her, especially yeah. if she wants it all the time. Yeah. Johnny says that the first few times, it feels like lust, you know, for the most part, because you've been waiting and anticipating for it to happen, and now it's happening. He says that he's not really thinking about anything else other than being in there. <laughs> Who says that? Such a wordsmith. Why would you say that? <laughs> Dr. Viviana picks up on the fact that he said the first few times, does that mean there have been more than one occasion? And Bao says a coy maybe. Johnny giggles. Dr. Viviana's like, I get it. You guys are married. Things are going well. You know, you're in a good spot. There's no reason you shouldn't be having sex. And Bao agrees. She says she could go on an every day or every other day basis with no objections, of course, from Johnny. Of course. Girl. I mean, that's, I think that's pretty normal for when you're first in your relationship. You, it's fun. You're wanted every single day. I get it. It's not going to last for years and years and years. She can't even muster the energy to take a shower. Oh, yeah, that's true. But she can bust one every day, like for mm, real. <laughs> well, he ain't going to be in there unless she takes a shower. So <laughs> one hand is washing the other, literally <laughs> and figuratively. <laughs> But yeah, good luck with keeping up that schedule. <laughs> so then the next scene we see of them is one that I wish I had not seen. Same. There's a knock at the door and it's another basket from the experts for another exercise. There appears to be costumes in the box. And she was ready to put those on too. <laughs> They're doing a little role playing with Johnny as the patient and Bao the sexy nurse. <laughs> She checks his heart rate and finds that it's elevated. <laughs> then they move to this blindfolded sexy dice game. 
So they have three dice. One has the action, one has like a body part or area, and then the third die has a location. So she rolls the dice and she gets blow neck sofa. And that's what she gets with some, you know, extra bonus kisses. <laughs> then he rolls and it says lick navel floor. No. And this is when it becomes very awkward and not sexy at all. <laughs> He's trying to like find space enough for him to lay down on the floor. She like darts her tongue in his belly button, which is disgusting. <laughs> and then like uncontrollably laughs. I would never, I don't want to lick my husband's navel whatsoever. It's like so gross. in it. Ew. No, ew. I don't want to. Gross. So that's when Johnny suggests that, you know, he might need to hop on Amazon and see if they have the X-rated version of these dice so he can replace the ones that they have now and trick her into playing again. They go back to them, continue to play the game, and she rolls Kiss Naval Bedroom. So at this point, he picks her up, tosses her into bed, and he, like, gets on top of her, and she's like, is this actually what the dice said to do? <laughs> and he says, maybe. And then there's just a montage of them making out, and it's gross. It's intense. It's too, I don't want to see that. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to see anybody do that, except professionals. <laughs> <laughs> no, because even then, it's like, uh, get to the good part. <laughs> That's them this episode. Uh, yeah, I guess they're doing well. They're hot and heavy. Yeah, they're doing well right now. So that's great. Good for them. They both seem to be enjoying it. For the most part. That's a plus. <laughs> right. Johnny didn't cry this episode. Thank God. When he cries, it just like looks so fake over it. Well, you didn't see it this week. Good. I don't want to see it. All right. Next couple, Brett and Ryan. So their opening scene, I thought was really funny where he's cooking and he made that smoothie that looks black. With no egg today. <laughs> no egg. And she's like, tastes like health. We all know what that tastes like. Nasty. <laughs> green. <laughs> like that green, super green powder. Or yeah. Like sea moss. <laughs> Vitamins. Nah, I'm good. The latest health smoothie I had was a, a beet, beet smoothie. And that was not only turning my fingers purple, not so great. Not a great breakfast. Doesn't sound good. It's anti-inflammatory. Mm -hmm. The last <laughs> smoothie I had was plant-based and tasted terrible. <laughs> so bad. Stupid milk. <laughs> all right next time we see him we get a visit from dr viviana at first it's it's pretty good they're all kind of cozy and brett says that ryan is the most affectionate man she's ever been with and dr viviana's like oh that's awesome have you seen each other naked and they both kind of turn red no ryan knows how brett feels um, so he doesn't want to take it to that level. 
and kind of like string her along when he's not feeling, you know, he's not feeling her basically. And then Viviana's like, oh, okay. Well, I guess her feelings are further along than your feelings. And he goes on to say that he's like stuck in this spot and he hasn't shared this with Brett, which I think is interesting that she hasn't picked up on this. Right. You know, that he hasn't tried to make the moves on her. Like you would think if he's in it, you know, and they've been what this at this point, it's what, like a month almost. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't tried to make the moves. You would think that um, she would pick up on that. Yeah. But yeah, he's, he hasn't shared with Brett, but he's stuck in this spot that he can't get over and it's it's basically butterflies he's waiting for that you know can't wait to get home feeling and and just excited to see her and all of that um and brett starts crying and i just my heart broke for her she says this always happens people think she's really awesome but you know she's the cool girl but and um you know and that makes her makes her really sad and it looks like it makes Ryan sad, too. I don't think he wants to hurt her feelings, but it just, it is what it is. Right. And his baggy eyes just drive me crazy. Brett, you were his wife for a short period of time. Get that boy some moisturizer, please. He needs those little pads. Yes, anything. I will accept anything <laughs> at this point because they look terrible. Anyway. But yeah, I do agree. He doesn't want to hurt her feelings or make her cry yeah but then you're saying she's not taking your breath away and she's not leaving you speechless and all this yeah. kind of stuff, like these extreme he didn't need any of that. yeah <laughs> yeah those comments <laughs> but uh yeah and even she's like if you don't feel it you don't feel it we mm-hmm. shouldn't be forcing it um and that's when they kind of uh dr viviana is like you know maybe i should talk to him by himself and so she excuses herself and ryan's like i instantly think that made it worse (laughs) so Mm -hmm. but yeah so ryan goes in to tell the doc that she's just not his type and she's very high strung and we knew this from from honeymoon when she wigged out on the plane that he was immediately turned off and i don't think he's gotten over that right and because it's only it's probably been things after that that's happened over and over he can tell this high anxiety high strung person is just doesn't fit his lifestyle and that's why he can't get hyped up about it you know and he goes on to say he wants to throw his wife against the wall you know he wants to come home be excited to see her can't wait to get home and he just doesn't have that the doctor says that that's hollywood stuff it's a fantasy and if you're gonna wait for that you're just gonna end up single which I don't quite agree with, like, especially at the beginning stages of a, of a relationship. I was always excited to see my husband and I couldn't wait for him to come home and, and whatever. So I, I really do think if you are married to someone, you should at least look forward to their presence. But that's just my take. I don't know why she would say that. Well, because that in this situation they don't know each other to like each other they've been with each other 24 7 for over three weeks yeah and they don't like each other so they don't need to be together (laughs) okay no no i understand (laughs) that but the doctor's saying that for him not to have those feelings is stupid basically 
that he's going to be single forever because he doesn't have those feelings. Whereas if he found her attractive, if he, if she wasn't so high strung, you know, and I don't know if it's physically attractive or her personality traits that he doesn't, or both, that she's not his type. But if he was her, his type, I think he would be like all about it. You know what I mean? So I think the doc is off there, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. I'm not a doctor or married, so what do I have to say? <laughs> Your opinion is valid, my dear. So then the next time we see Brett is with Michaela and they're having coffee in the, I don't know what, lounge at the Latitude. Uh, yeah, I called it the Latitude Lounge. <laughs> So they're having a cup of coffee and asking each other basically how their visits went. Brett says she's been better. And since the doctor's last visit, Ryan has not been sleeping at their apartment. He's been at his house. See, this is messed up. Like, this is why I don't like that now they have that neutral space. Because in the earlier seasons, they really had to move into one person's place. Mm -hmm. So there was no option to go back home and take a breather, take a break. No. Yeah. I think this is pretty cowardly. I mean, if you need a reset, there's a, a second bedroom for a reason. You know what right. I mean? If y'all need a little bit of space, which is understandable. Again, you don't know each other. You're testing each other's boundaries. You're trying to think through things. I understand that. Go in the next bedroom. But for you to wa already walk away from your marriage is bullshit. Agreed. So yeah. So he's been at his house. Um, she has no idea if he likes her, um, and she doesn't think that the visit from the doctor helped whatsoever. <laughs> it just made it more awkward. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Michaela goes on to say that, you know, her her, doc her visit with the doctor after that, they just spiraled, and we'll go into that. So the next time we see them together, Wait. Brett, it's... Mm -hmm. Go ahead. So when her and Michaela are talking, they end on... Brett saying that if this was dating, mm -hmm. she would be telling Ryan, you don't like me. I'm wasting my time. Deuce. Yes, that's true. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, yeah, in any other dating scenario. But, you know, people keep saying that, but this is not any other dating scenario. It is what it is. So, but yeah, I think he should just be completely honest with her. Because she already knows. Yes. And you are wasting her time. So can't y'all just be cool and be friends the rest and we of the see time? In the previews for the upcoming episodes, he's like for real wasting her time. Yes, that's some bullshit. He couldn't even wait a few more weeks. Ugh. See, I used to be Team Ryan, and now I don't like him. Told you. I know. <laughs> Very disappointing. I told you he Ugh. wasn't joking. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So next time we see them together, Brett is cooking those ready-made salmons from H-E-B. Shout out to Mill Simple. <laughs> <laughs> so, <Please sponsor> and, us. <laughs> I know. I just bought one of those today. <laughs> as many times as we talk about H-E-B, they should be a sponsor. For real. They are everything's better. I love H-E-B. You know what I got? I finally got a hold of one of those... Um, candles that smell like butter tortillas yes <laughs> <laughs> they were out of stock forever they were i got one it's pretty cool secured <laughs> so ryan 
comes in with Maisie and Brett is super excited to see Maisie. She is more excited to see Maisie than she is to see Ryan. <laughs> That's usually how it goes. <laughs> I think in ITM, she's like, you know, after our last conversation, she feels rejected. She feels nervous because it's hard to be vulnerable uh, when someone obviously is not that into you. And But she's not giving up. She's a, what did she say? I'm not a, she didn't say I'm not a quitter. Not a, I'm not a giver upper. upper. <laughs> um, she tells him that she had coffee with Michaela and he goes on to say that, you know, he hasn't talked to the guys in a few days and she's like, yeah, you've probably been in your own zone. And he's another one that says, I just needed a reset. So in this time by himself, supposedly by himself, right. Uh, he wants, <laughs> he wants to, you know, he reflects and, and he feels better and he feels like they have a lot to talk about still. And she's like, no, duh. Well, and she also said, well, it's better that you're feeling better and not feeling worse. He said when he left that he was feeling really defeated and shut down and he doesn't feel like that anymore. He wants her to call him out on his bullshit and that he needs to be more vocal and, you know, she's like, yeah, well, let's see, you know, you say that, but let's see if you actually do it. In the ITM, he's like, he usually doesn't fight for relationships, but he doesn't want to go back to dating. So he's looking forward to, to this relationship and is hopeful. Isn't that romantic? <laughs> it's, I'm going to fight for this because I don't want to go back to dating. <laughs> I'll just be miserable with this girl right? I don't like and her dumbass dog that I want to kill. <laughs> and eat mushy quinoa every night. <laughs> Next time we see them is this very interesting tantric yoga class. I was like, are they going to do that weird shit that uh, Clara and Ryan had to do last season? Theirs was worse. I don't remember whose was worse. Claire and Ryan. I don't even remember. Because theirs was more sexual. Really? Yeah. This one was, was funny because Brett was so awkward. <laughs> and, like, did we have to get the two oldest people possible to instruct the class? Did you watch Unfiltered? Yes. <laughs> and Ryan was like, the old guy's balls were hanging out the entire time. They had to edit it out. <laughs> That's hilarious. Now, here's a question. Do you think if Brett and Ryan had sex in the first few weeks that they would be in a better footing? Or do you think he just cannot get over this? I don't think he can get over it. I don't think no. even if... Because I only ask because Johnny, as soon as they had sex, he was all about bow. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And it's very, uh, you know superficial not not sex in general but the way these guys are are like how they look right like they weren't into the girl until they had sex you yeah. know what i mean whereas the girls this means something to them yeah so I, I was just curious what you thought about that i don't think it would change him because i don't think it's i think it's her personality he doesn't like mm. so if she was willing to like get down with the get down he'd hit it just do it but <laughs> ultimately her personality is not 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 his cup of tea yeah yeah all right so at the beginning of this tantric yoga class they ask well, you know what do you want to get out of it and they both say they want better communication 
they want to create more connection. So then, so I guess in this yoga class, they're hitting up on all the five senses. And the first sense is sound, to which the instructor starts moaning. And Ryan's like, go for it, Brett. <laughs> She's like, nah, I'm good. And Brett is just so awkward. There's the tasting part, and she's like cramming some food down his mouth and like poking yeah, it in there. poking it. Poking yeah, these it. five cents exercises did not go so great. No, not at all. The only one that she looked somewhat comfortable with was the touch, and where she was like rubbing him down through a cloth, and like the feather thing where she was like tickling him around everywhere. Other than that, it just looked super awkward. When uh, at the end of this session, they're like all up on each other, hugging each other and looking into each other's eyes. And the instructor says, tell your partner what you like best about him. And Ryan says he likes her eyes. Like from day one, he said she has great eyes and, and she's a great, good person. And that's what she, he wanted in a wife. And Brett says she likes the beard. And that he's very manly. That he's very manly. He's like, really? That's it? But yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And ITM, she brings up again. In case you forgot, because she hasn't mentioned it in a while. She hasn't had sex in two years. That's two years, guys. Two years. Don't remember. And so it's not the actual act with Ryan that she's uncomfortable with. Um, it's just that she hasn't, you know, she hasn't done it in a while. Uh, he wants this to progress. And she wants to be his best friend. And then they have this really sweet hug. And it looks genuine. They both seem like they like each other. as, But as friends. It's, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It seems like he, I think he genuinely cares for her. But just it's just not, not clicking. romantic. Yeah. But they say this was a step in the right direction. Yeah. But that's what they say every episode. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, man. All right. Next couple. Gil and Mirla. Man, these two. <laughs> Big episode for these two. But, man. Gil, I, <laughs> my man, I feel for you, dog. Because, whoo, he's putting through it. He likes it. That, too. <laughs> he likes it. As much shit as is she gives him he's into it it's like i step up to the plate sure you mm -hmm. want to play games let's play games then yep. <laughs> <laughs> so we open to them uh, on the couch they're doing the couple's exercises with the questions then mm -hmm. gil asks her over the last five years how have you changed she says that she's become more understanding and more patient and he's like wait you were less <laughs> patient than this and she says yep and, like, all he can do is just laugh it off because it's like, of course, of course. <laughs> then the next scene is Dr. Viviana's visit. Gil warns uh, Viviana that Mirla is nervous because they're going to be talking about trust and intimacy. She's an, intro she's an introvert. Mm -hmm. I always forget that because she doesn't seem like a person who cares what other people thinks, but... I don't know. She just she's not very out. She doesn't seem. She seems outspoken in the show, but I guess in reality, she's just very to herself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they're the first people to ask if Dr. Viviana would like some water. Yes. 
which I thought was interesting considering they came empty handed to the barbecue. That's true. Yep. But nonetheless, Dr. Vivian is like, well, let's dive on in. So they're going to rate their relationship. If you had to rate your emotional intimacy, what would you rate it on scale one to 10? Mirla says a seven. She feels good, but there's still much more to know. Gil says he's at an eight because they've grown so much in a very short period of time. Viviana's like, okay, that's good. Let's talk about physical intimacy. Mirla says she's at the same seven. She's good with where they are. And Gil is surprised by this because he thought she would be rating lower. And Mirla explains that as a person that likes to take it slow, she's satisfied with where they're at and she's comfortable with where they are and she's enjoying it, which, okay, fair enough. Gil says he's easy, five. <laughs> not good, not bad. We're here. Yeah, I guess she's she's more thinking, she's more thoughtful about it. She's not, I guess he's he's more like, we haven't done this, this, and this, like physical markers where mm-hmm. she's thinking of comfort level that she's, she feels good cuddling with him and, and so on and so forth. And they're all touchy feeling mm-hmm. with each other. He says that he definitely wishes it was more. Um, so Dr. Viviana asked them where they are on their journey to that because, you know, she's been keeping up with them. And last time she heard, they still have not kissed. And they confirm that that has not changed. Gil can't even get a peck. (laughs) And uh, the doctor asks what he does instead. And he says nothing. He's like, I just leave because why am I going to even bother teasing myself? Yeah. Uh, He says he doesn't try to make any advances towards her because it's going to make him feel like she's not into him at all. And at that point, the rejection is going to push them even further back. So that when it gets to a point where she is feeling him, he's been rejected so many times, he's not into it at all. So he says that he feels like kissing and sex are the same to Mirla. And she says it is, basically. She says that kissing is a very intimate thing for her. She says, you know, she's not out here kissing randos. And then Gil (laughs) has to remind her, I'm not random. Like he said last week, he's not the cookie cutter. He's the signature dish. (laughs) Recognize. That's when Dr. Viviana asked what emotions Mirla would need in order to feel like she wants to kiss Gil. And she says she needs to be emotionally, spiritually, and mentally connected before the next level of intimacy can begin. Oh, then they go to an ITM where she explains that in the past she's been cheated on and that when that situation happened, she was truly miserable and unhappy. So now she has trouble trusting people that explains a lot yeah because i don't think she's mentioned that before which is interesting because she even mentioned that she had cheated on somebody Mm -hmm. you know so i think it's interesting that somebody cheated on her and she now she knows how awful that feels like and so now all of these walls are up exactly poor gil exactly so they go back to the counseling session And Gil asks Mirla if she thinks they haven't connected on those levels. And she says, you know, we're in the process of it. We're working on it. Gil says that she can't keep telling him that she likes him, that she wants to be with him. They want to have kids and not kiss him. Your words at this point carry no substance because there's no action. He feels like 
he will ask for a divorce on decision day if they have not kissed by then. And then he kind of is just kind of exhausted about the whole situation. He's like, this is, shouldn't even be a thing. We shouldn't even be having to talk about this. This is stupid. Yeah. Why are we still having this conversation? And Dr. Viviana agrees. She's like, you know, you guys are sitting here on the couch, all comfy, cozy, all hugged up, but we can't get past this. <laughs> uh, she asks Mirlo what she thinks about the situation. She's like, it's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> it's not something I'm worried about. We're not going to get a divorce. Divorce shouldn't even be an option. Yeah. So I took that as she knows she's going to kiss him before decision day. So she's not worried about getting a divorce. Right. right? Okay. And that's where the conversation goes. Well, no, no. Because she was so, at first I was like, is she just being a, a jerk? You know, I'm fine. He can feel his feelings, but I'm, no. <laughs> no, I didn't take it that way at all. You didn't take it that way? Okay. Mm-hmm. At first I took it that way until it led into this next scene. Gil's kind of in disagreement where he's she's saying divorce shouldn't even be an option and he's saying he's not going to say that because that's not how he feels she says okay so fine what if I kiss you then what he says then we're not going to get a divorce and she's like exactly done deal (laughs) and you know you can see Gil kind of get hyped because that means she's going to kiss him and then she (laughs) says eventually yeah she says there's so much more that's going to come and that's going to go on, that's going to get them to that level. She wants to make sure that she has genuine feelings before she makes the next move. So we'll see. I lost track between this visit with Dr. Viviana and when they actually kiss. Do you know the the days? It's too tight. Yeah, okay. I just thought it was interesting. Like, better, better go kiss him. So the next scene we have of them is they receive... Uh, their activity from the experts. You know, Mirla's ADD, as Gil calls it, takes over and she's just happy to like open something, have something new. Again, Mirla remind me of Igby. Little Mirla. She got excited over the Sharpies. That's you get excited over posties and all that stuff. <laughs> you really like office supplies. I know you do. A lot. <laughs> I saw that I was like oh that's Igby <laughs> little Mirla God, I can't believe I'm Mirla <laughs> what's happening anyway Gil says he's excited to do the exercise because hopefully it'll get them a little loose and they can build some more intimacy Mirla is still hyped about the stuff in the package there's <laughs> little snacks and uh, her macaron Gil could care less so they reveal the actual activity that they're supposed to be doing. It's a card game that touches on each one of the five senses. So the first card Gil picks is a taste card. And the action is to take a body shot. Immediately. Immediately <laughs> shut down. There was a hard no. Again, I don't blame her. I don't want to do that. That's not sexy to me. So, yeah, she's like, no, she grabs her security blanket, a.k.a. her phone, starts scrolling (laughs) on there. And she's like, I've never done body shots before and I'm not going to start today. and I'm not interested at all. Next. So then he pulls the next card (laughs) and it's blindfold again. Nope, absolutely not. I just got my lashes done and I'm not putting a blindfold on my lashes. So go to the next one. That's when they have an ITM of Gil and he's like. It's like pulling teeth, but 
I'm not going to give up. He's like, I know we're attracted to each other and we have a lot of chemistry. So I'm just going to keep trying. <laughs> he is the most patient man. For real. <laughs> hey, one thing I really appreciated that Gil did not bring up her shopping, her money, throwing all that stuff in her face because he got a reality check. I like that. Because mm. remember, we were like, ugh, Gil needs to stop. Yeah. And now he, he has stopped. I appreciate that. <laughs> so the next card that they pull is says, how do you want me to initiate sex? And he's like, I'm not even going to try it. He throws it. <laughs> yep. And he's like, next question. And she says, facts. No printer. <laughs> then there's a voiceover where he says he wants her to relax and let her guard down. And while he's doing this voiceover, they're showing images and, you know, little vignette of them looking like they're genuinely having a good time playing this game and laughing. And, you mm -hmm. know, they're close and cuddled and it seems like the total opposite of what we saw <laughs> yeah so maybe I, I think that's part of it too like what is on camera versus what's really happening mm -hmm. is two different things and of course the edit that i think they're trying to make mural of the villain this yeah. season which isn't working for a lot of people i think people are like su super surprised about like us like we're rooting for them now like yeah. how did this happen she was everybody's flipped <laughs> yeah yeah it's like how are we this is like one of the only couples we're rooting for now <laughs> exactly so then they pull the next card and the instructions are for them to get into a comfortable cuddling position and sink their breath up for three minutes and then discuss how they felt or if they had any feelings so they do the exercise Mirla has a voiceover where she says she likes being in sync with her husband. She does have trouble with physical intimacy, but she loves to cuddle. She says that's more intimate and more meaningful for her. So they complete the exercise. Gil asks how she feels afterward, and she says more relaxed. Okay, we'll take that. The next card, they have to touch foreheads and tell each other, <laughs> uh, what they love about being with the other person, what they need and what they're challenged by. So, you know, they're getting in position, they're putting their foreheads together. Hype is looking at them like, what the hell are y'all doing? <laughs> <laughs> Mirla says that she loves waking up to him every morning. What she needs from him is patience, but that's also what she's challenged by. Then he says he loves her compassion and he needs desire, and he's challenged by the lack of intimacy, which all obvious. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying anything new here. Then there's an ITM with Mirla, and the producer, we can hear, asks her if she feels closer to kissing Gil, and she says, yep, it'll happen soon. <laughs> like she has a grand plan or something. I'm sure she does. <laughs> so yeah, that's basically it for them couples wise yeah i like i said i'm rooting for them i hope they make it they're like the only couple they are the only couple i'm rooting for honestly i think everybody else is a train wreck pretty much <laughs> speaking of train wrecks <laughs> let's get into zach and michaela oh god <laughs> they both need to calm down 
They do. And I guess it's, I'm going to chalk it up to they're both super inexperienced in relationships. They're both in fantasy lands about what their partner should be. And I, they're not ready for reality whatsoever. Just going to chalk it up to no, them. They should not be married. Mm -mm. Period. Let alone to each other. We start with Zach working out with Jerron. Hey. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. <laughs> he be working on his fitness. I like that. <laughs> they, I guess they were allowed to work out here because they wore all the uh, ad advertising on their shirts. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like his gym. It, it probably is. But they're like, can you wear the shirt, Zach? Please wear the shirt. Put me on, bro. <laughs> free, free months. You get free, uh, three free months. Anyway, so, you know, Dron's asking, how's it going? And he's like, it's it's okay. <laughs> he said that, you know, they were supposed to have, uh, they had dinner, and after dinner they were going to have a movie night, and Zach went to his apartment to get his Apple TV because she wanted to watch a certain movie or something. And uh, then he, as soon as he got home, he's like, you know what? I think I'm just going to stay home. And he communicated this to Michaela didn't make her happy um but you know when she called back to tell him that it you know she was upset she didn't you know blow up she told him in a calm manner that he hurt her feelings and so zach's like he appreciates her efforts uh efforts to change what is this bs <laughs> what do you mean i went home to get my apple tv no, you got, that was the excuse uh -huh, to leave. Because you, you didn't want to have a movie night? Oh, yeah. That's, that's You're still, y'all are still reeling from these fights. And you probably don't want to sleep there with her. So you made this excuse that, oh, I need to go get some milk. And then never came back. <laughs> I'm not buying it at all. Well, apparently... This has happened a few times because uh, Dr. Viviana comes and asks, you know, both of them where your trust levels are. Michaela says her trust level is at a 50%. And Zach looks genuinely surprised. Very much. He, shocked. He's like, what? And she says it's because Zach has blown her off a few times, including last night, where he stayed at his own apartment after the Apple TV thing. Um, and he goes on to, and to say, you know, that they don't understand each other. I can understand that. You not coming home a few times, I can understand that as you don't want to be here. <laughs> so I think she's understanding it perfectly. Thank you. He said he doesn't trust her because he's afraid of her blowing up. And she says it's not fair because he keeps throwing that in her face. And then he says it has scarred him. Her blow-ups have scarred him. And she doesn't understand this because she's apologized for those things. And should they even be in a relationship if he's so uncomfortable? And then he goes on to say that she pr pretty much, she can't grow or change. This is her. This is who she is. It's a character trait. And it's fundamental. They argue different. And that's like a fundamental difference. And he, you know, he can't get over that. And she's really disappointed because she does think that she can learn from it. She can grow. And he goes on and on and tell, to 
say, you know, that there's nothing wrong with the way she handles things. And, um, you know, and, and that upsets both Viviana and, and Michaela. She's like, that you're trying not to label her wrong, but it's wrong. The behavior of explosive behavior is very wrong. And he's just trying not to make her feel bad about herself. And Viviana's like, you know, we understand that, you know, it's a trust thing. It's not, it's not a, what you, a scar, right? It's not mm-hmm. a scar. It's a trust thing. And she goes on to say that, oh, Michaela goes on to say that she just feels beaten down because he keeps thinking that this is who she is and she can't grow. She can't learn. She can't adapt. And Viviana's like, you know, why are you expecting her to be perfect? Neither one of you are perfect. And y'all just need to figure out your boundaries, figure out what's healthy, and then take it from there. The doc leaves, and then Zach goes and has has a little cry fest at the table. And he doesn't make any sense, right? Like, it's just a bunch of babbling. You just, you're not going to understand. You just don't understand. Yeah. And at one point, she even tries to, like, console him, like, touch him. And he's like, no. Yeah, pushes her away. Yeah. I was like, oh, whoa. So, yeah, he he doesn't know how they got to this point. Um, She tells him that she doesn't blame him. And he says, oh, yeah, they just go back to the same thing. Like, she can't get better. He's crying. He doesn't want to hurt her. Um, Again, he like we said, he he doesn't want her to touch him. And she says, you know, I'm not hurt. And he, he's just like on a spiral. He's like, it never works out. You don't know how bad I wanted this. My heart is broken. You know, he just, he's just feeling everything. He's coming down from fairy tale land, you know? And uh, yeah, he leaves, he leaves the room. This was hard to watch. It was, it was very uncomfortable. Cause he was really like, yes, flipping. I know, and I know, like people just have labeled Michaela crazy, and and whatnot. But I felt bad for her because there's literally nothing she could have done at this moment. She just had to let him feel his feelings, right? And you know, and I always hope people can change. I know, you know, we've seen the preview where she blows up. We don't know what has happened to cause that blow up. It could be warranted. It could be very warranted. You know, so I kind of want to give her the benefit of the doubt. Right. Her taking out on the Clorox wipes and flipping out on all these things, you know. I hope that she's the type of person who can evolve and grow and learn. If Even if it's not with Zach, her next relationship, she knows what didn't work out with Zach, you know, and apply that. That's just my hope for Michaela. Because I, at the beginning, man, I liked her so much at the beginning of the season. <laughs> and she was actually happy. And she was happy and she was, yeah, she seemed pretty normal. So um, after their visit with um, Dr. Viviana, that's where Brett and Michaela have coffee after. You know, we kind of already went over what Brett said, but Michaela doesn't think that after the visit that things got better. Um, She used the word spiraled. Things just got out of control, which we saw. You know, they've been talking, though, and they're and they're trying, but she says marriages are hard work. It's not dating. So I think it's hitting her in a different way where she's starting to realize, like, 
yikes, what did I, one, what did I get myself into? And two, what am I going to do about it? You know, the next scene we see them in, Zach um, takes Michaela to a family friend's house to their swimming pool because Michaela loves to swim and they didn't get to swim on their honeymoon, which I thought was really sweet. They couldn't swim at the latitude? Oh, yeah. They can block off areas for everything else. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. Is it heated? It better be for $5,000 a month. <laughs> they both look cute. Zach is looking thick. <laughs> he looks good. Michaela looks classic in the the black halter now, swimsuit. I was underwhelmed because she threw such a big fit about how she had all these cute bathing suits and stuff for honeymoon. And then she just wore a plain <laughs> black one piece. Well, maybe she's just like, why am I trying to impress this guy? He's just going to be crying in 10 minutes. Damn. Sorry. Well, I thought her look was classic. I really liked her little see-through cover-up, the basic black. And the red shorts were working for me. Uh, (laughs) He asked if uh, she could swim. She's like, I can doggy paddle. That's me. I can doggy paddle. (laughs) But no, she can really swim. She said her dad taught her how to swim. She's a strong swimmer. He taught her by uh, telling her to swim against the current in Galveston. Seems kind of dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, she brings up her dad. She says she definitely sees traits of her dad in Zach. And that's what she's been looking for. Um, And then they do these uh, questions, these blindfold questions, where they are going to write their own questions to each other and blindfold each other. Zach jokes that he's not going to write in cursive because he knows that Michaela can't read it. (laughs) I thought that was funny. She's like, yes, I can. She's one of those Gen Z kids now that they don't teach cursive anymore. I thought they brought it back. I don't know. I don't have any kids. I don't know. And I know cursive, so I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I was trying to teach my stepson how to write his name in cursive so he has a signature. Because a signature is not a signature. It's just him writing letters <laughs> and he you know he had a, he had a little bit of a struggle that's okay we'll work on it so zach asks michaela she's blindfolded by the way what is the first thing that attracted you and she said his face because he's so gorgeous <laughs> and then i'm sorry for and she says not being able to express herself sooner rather than later. If you can change one thing, what would that be? And she says, him holding on to grudges. What do you miss the most about me? And she said, the happy person he used to be. And he says he will be. He'll get there. Did you notice she had like 6,000 blankets on and towels? I know. How cold was this? Why did they just stay in the pool? They right? Were that cold. How cold was this? Well, they go from, I know, like, you, you get cold after you get out of a heated pool. But also, I forget that it's maybe March. Mm-hmm. So it might yeah. be a little cold. Silly. Well, it should be spring break time. Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I don't know. So now it's uh, Zach's turn. He's blindfolded and she says, the thing I need the most from you in this marriage is, and he says, understanding, being on the same page. 
And then she asks, do you like me for me? And he says, yeah. Do you doubt that? You don't know if I like you? And she's like, no, I don't know if you like me. And then uh, he's like, well, you knew at the beginning that I liked you. She's like, yeah. He's like, but now you're unsure? And she's like, yeah, I'm unsure. He's like, well, I like you. I like you for you. And then this question, yikes. Do you honestly see our future together? He says, no, it's doubtful, but he's holding out for hope. Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Maybe just the last part that he hopes. <laughs> or yeah. maybe some bullshit answer like, it's kind of fuzzy because of all our troubles, but I see it. You know, just bullshit. Make like, something no, up. No, I'm pretty doubtful. It's probably not going to work <laughs> out. So, yeah. yeah. So she's kind of heartbroken at that. She's like, she sees a future, but now he's unsure and they're on uneven keels there. So yeah, but that's, that's their last scene together. She says she's in a hopeless state. Mm-hmm. Well, now for real, if you both don't have any hope. I know. This what shit's a going nowhere. Downer. <laughs> downer, downer, downer. Jesus. Oh, speaking of downers, man, these segues are easy. Jose and Rachel. Oh, man. This shit blew up. <laughs> this was some next level. Yes. How did this flip so hard, so fast? Absolutely bananas. Jose really, he really did some work on this one. He really was spinning them circles baby mm -hmm. if they don't work out this season which i hope they don't because he's terrible jose is gonna have a very hard time dating after this i think yeah because he's not looking good right now mm -mm. at all he's gonna have to go back to that ex with the uh, kids <laughs> no she don't want her <laughs> she he already wasted four years of her life <laughs> he's gonna try to beg get her back because that's all he can do he can only saw... go back he can only go back to exes now i think i saw somebody online go hey daddy jose is on the tv i was like shit yeah <laughs> if, if you're if you had kids in the picture geez yeah he would be a father figure if it was four freaking years long yikes mm -hmm. he's gonna have to go the 90 day fiance way yeah from overseas <laughs> That's never heard of. Or change his name because people are going to Google Jose. I'm going to forget his last name and figure him out real quick. But yeah, so we open to them. They're uh, making dessert, it seems like. I believe I spotted some Lucky Charms cookies. <laughs> Fitting. Yes. <laughs> you know, they have some champagne. Of course, Jose has to be extra, and instead of opening the champagne properly, he, like, pops the cork, it hits the ceiling, champagne's going everywhere, wasting precious, valuable champagne, because <laughs> you're going to need it to <laughs> deal with it. <laughs> so then they start the uh, exercise with the questions in a jar. So Jose picks first and asks, is there anything she was embarrassed to talk to him about? She says, obviously it was her infidelity because people say once a cheater, always a cheater, which is exactly what he said last mm -hmm. week. Yep. And she says that sucks because people can change and learn. 
and that she's for sure grown from it. So not cool to be labeled like that. Yeah. So the next scene we see with them is their visit with Dr. Viviana, which was so cringy. So we have Dr. Viviana being super dramatic, saying how thrilled she is about how well they're doing and that she's been keeping up with what's going on. And the two of them just make her well up with tears of happiness because they're just doing so great. And of course, Rachel chimes in and is like, yeah, we're so happy. We are doing great. It's amazing. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. It's like a puppet. Basically. (laughs) So then immediately Dr. Viviana pivots to sex and, you know, what's going well in that area. Both of them are like squirming around on the couch, like sixth graders in health class. Mm -hmm. When you have to watch that video that your parents had to sign a permission (laughs) to the floor, they're just like, "Uh, uh, 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 uh," like grow up. So then Dr. Viviana puts her foot on their necks even more (laughs) and is like, okay, well, what specifically is your favorite part? Is it the actual intercourse (laughs) itself? Is it, kissing massages are you experiencing each other's bodies in different (laughs) ways and rachel is just like oh my god i'm so embarrassed (laughs) and then dr viviana presses down even harder and is like oh you you like the actual intercourse huh and then rachel kind of stutters out "Uh yeah it's good it's great which makes me think it's not good or great that's what exactly what i wrote (laughs) down i was like it's not great is it rachel Blink twice if you need help. (laughs) That's when Jose goes on to say that it's the cherry on top of their marriage that brings their connection uh, closer together and makes it that much stronger. And while he's saying this, the camera is showing Rachel. And again, she's making these faces like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) Basically. And just like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) But nonetheless... They both say two thumbs up in the bedroom. This is when Dr. Viviana starts to ask about trust. Rachel says she fully trusts Jose, 100%. He's honest and genuine. They're always on the same page. So that's amazing and incredible. And that he's even given her the passcode to his phone. But she doesn't need it because she'd never go through his phone because she totally trusts him. Nothing to see. That's when Dr. Viviana asks him if he has her passcode and Jose says he knows of it. So that makes me think, no, <laughs> you know, she has a passcode, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. I thought that was a strange answer. So then Dr. Viviana asks how his trust with her is. And he says that it's good. You know, when she says she's going to do something, there's the actions to back it up as well. Then Rachel randomly chimes in again that they're so happy and Dr. Viviana goes on to tell them that she's so impressed with how they're handling being married and the process. But she also reminds them that it's not always going to be the honeymoon. So hopefully they have tools to work through any hardships that might pop up. There's going to be challenges and disagreements and how they handle it is them figuring out their style as a couple. They need to continue to be honest with each other because this is the time that's going to solidify their marriage and basically just try to keep doing what you're doing since they're on such a positive path. Not a setup at all, right? (laughs) 
so the next scene we see is Jose filming himself, uh, I assume on his phone, saying, the night is not going so well. They were chilling up at Club Latitude and Rachel calls him by another man's name and he is not happy at all. Can we go over that real quick? Yes. The fact that it's, I when they showed the preview, I thought maybe he was in the bedroom and that's why he was so upset. Exactly. I could, I could understand that. Not the not the cussing out. I think that's inappropriate. All that stuff, you know. I can understand being hurt, right? About being called another man, another person's name during like an intimate moment. Yeah. Yes. But if it was just in conversation, it's a group setting. Get over yourself. (laughs) I barely know you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I thought that was so so ridiculous. I was like, really, and to the level, right to which he explodes is crazy to me. And it's not like it was not like she called him Antonio or something like totally opposite. It, yeah. Not that far off. Yeah. So after he says, you know, he's not happy about it, they show the security spy cam footage of Jose and Rachel and their producer um, in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And he's going off. He's saying, you know, you called me by another man's name. And she says, but I apologize. And then he rebuts that, well, you didn't do that well enough, obviously. This is a fucking marriage. This is not boyfriend and girlfriend. So she comes back with, okay, if this is a marriage, this is how you're going to talk to your wife? I'm sorry, but no one's going to talk to me like that. To which he responds, fuck you, get the fuck out, pack your bags, (laughs) bounce. And then he's threatening to throw his rings at her. And Rachel says, you know, this is what I want. You know, I want to know who I'm married to. Is this him? Or was it the guy who was saying happy life, happy wife? Because I really need to know. That's when Jose just basically shuts it down and is like, look, I got shit to do tomorrow. I got to go to work. I don't have time to be doing this bullshit. Get out. Period. So... What's scary is if this is how he reacts over something so simple, mm-hmm. how does he react over something bigger? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, you know, and I hate to put labels, but this this is so violent in the way he's speaking. This can escalate. Mm-hmm. No problem. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see him escalating, even though he's a little tiny man. Which is why he acts like this. It, exactly. It. Yeah. But yeah, I could definitely see this escalating. And that's what's scary. And that's when I'm like, run, Rachel, run. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, who are you? To, you don't own this apartment, first of all. So who are you taking out somebody? <laughs> right? <laughs> but again, like you were saying, if this was real life and he's in his house, mm-hmm. it's going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. This is why you need to have your separate bank account because he will kick your ass out. <laughs> And leave you with nothing. (laughs) Yeah, she read him. That's why she wanted her separate bank account. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So let's see. The next scene we have of them is, I'm assuming it's the next day. I assume that. Yeah, I don't know. So Rachel comes in. Again, I have to give her her props. She's still the only one dressing like she's on television. She looks super cute. (laughs) Her little white top and her little jeans are adorable. And I'm just, 
super impressed on how she's handled everything. She's not raising her voice. Yeah, because me and Jose would have been fighting. We would have been fighting in that kitchen. <laughs> I I would have I would have just exploded. Like how like again how she's saying how dare you talk to me? But it'd be like levels higher than yeah. that. <laughs> But yeah, she is cool, calm, and collected. And I appreciate that. Yeah, I think good that's on her. Real cool. Mm-hmm. So she walks in. He's cooking a steak. I thought that was just so... For for himself. So random and weird. Mm-hmm. And she sits down and he asks, you know, how was your day? And she says, fuck the pleasantries, basically. Let's get into <laughs> it because I'm not doing this today. Mm-hmm. She says, last night. The way you acted, the way you spoke to me, the way you expressed you weren't happy. Is that okay? And he says, well, I told you I wasn't happy. And she has to reiterate, no, no, no. That is not what I said. I said, the way you expressed that you were not happy and the way you acted, is that okay to you? And this goes back to him not listening. You know, she's Mm -hmm. saying words and he's totally detached from the whole conversation. Mm -hmm. Uh, But his reply eventually is apparently not. No, that should be a clear yes or no, not apparently. (laughs) She says that, you know, her parents raised her better than that. And there's no way she's going to allow a man to talk to her like that. And they both agree that they no longer have any type of trust with the other. Mm -hmm. He says that brings up the point again, that she called him by another man's name and she rebuts that she immediately apologized sincerely. So she doesn't know why he's making this like into a huge thing. And that's when it's revealed that Jose locked her out of the apartment that night. So Basically, they show the security camera footage of him going to bed at 1234 a.m. And then the next scene we see is we can hear banging on the door at 102. So 30 minutes. 30 minutes. And Jose being Jose, you know, he's going to the restroom, brushing his teeth changing into his jammies he's and falling asleep in 30 minutes you think that's well no she says okay i'm gonna get to it okay i'm sorry <laughs> i just i just don't believe he's asleep i think he's letting her bang it out yeah, you know what yeah, i mean yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. so his explanation is that well she disappeared and he didn't know where she was going or what she was doing so he locked the door when he went to bed and she says i walked the producer, her name's Brittany. Mm-hmm. She says, you know, I was walking her out and I didn't take anything. So at the time when she's telling this, I was assuming she meant like her keys or phone or anything. Like she just was going to walk her outside to like mm-hmm. her car or out of the building or whatever. Yeah. And she says that they ended up while she was walking her out, they struck up a conversation, which happens, you know, how you're leaving somebody's house and you're like, okay, yeah, I'm gonna talk to you later. All right. Oh yeah. Don't forget that such and such is happening next week. And then you strike up a whole new conversation again. Or even like, I can't believe he just did that. Exactly. (laughs) And she says they struck up the conversation outside. It lasted that 30 minutes. 
he was already in bed when she left. So he got up and locked the door. Oh. So I was like, okay, so this is where you can't say you did it on accident. If you physically mm-hmm. got up out of bed to lock the door and went and got back into the bed. No. I didn't realize that. Wow. Okay. And he says, you know, you know, I lock the door every night. I like to secure my property before I go to sleep. Shut the fuck up. And she's like, but without your wife. <laughs> and again, he says, well, I didn't know where you were. And I thought you just took off. So whatever. And she keeps saying, like, but did you ask? Do you think it's okay? Like, did you even attempt to contact me? And she says that she feels like he doesn't even care. And he's just like, I don't know, with like a little smirk on his face. That smirk. And a laugh. Slap it right off his face. I want to slap his face so bad. Oh, my gosh. I don't condone violence. but... (laughs) But But. Those are the feelings it gives you. Yeah. So they go to an ITM where Rachel says she's hit a wall and she's talking to that wall because he does not care. We cut back to him telling, or we cut back to her telling him that she doesn't feel like he's remorseful or apologetic at all and that she cannot be his wife. And of course, he, Mr. Passive-Aggressive Asshole is like, okay, great, good, sounds perfect, I love it. It sounds so good. As he eats his surf and turf, as if he doesn't care at all. Mm-hmm. Then... That's when Rachel excuses herself to go, you know, gather some of her things. And Jose's like, oh, I can help you if you need it. And there's some boxes in the closet, too. I'm like, oh, you're just, He's so gross. Then that's when producer Brittany comes into the scene and is like, what's going on? So, of course, Jose flips the script, says this is all Rachel's fault. She's the one that made the choice to end it. And he's not going to fight because she's already given up. So if she wants to, you know, circle back and say that she was premature in saying that she was done, he might be able to entertain a conversation. But as of right now, no, I'm going to continue to eat my steak and lobster. So then they have, uh, we see that we can hear Rachel's uh, mic audio still, and she's willing to give it a try. Like she wants to ask him if, again, if he was okay with the actions that he did and how he handled things because he never answered her question. She says that in NITM that she gives up with things being left unsaid and then regrets not speaking up about it. So in this case, she's going to bite the bullet. She goes back into the kitchen with Jose. I think I think we've all all been there, right? Like, you're so mad at someone and then you, f- you forgot to bring up this. You forgot mm-hmm. to bring up that. And we've all been there, Rachel. I feel you. <laughs> so she goes back into the kitchen and you know she means business because she says he needs eye contact with him to make sure he's actually listening. Because he's a child. Exactly. <laughs> you have to tell him listen twice and like clap at him. <laughs> so she says that Things have been building up for her, actually. It wasn't just last night. And she reads him a note that she has in her phone from two weeks ago. So that would be like the first week of marriage, like after the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. It could have been right after the housewarming where she looks so freaking miserable. But that was just last week. Yeah, but I thought it was... Oh, I get all messed up with the timeline. I don't know. She just looked miserable at the 
housewarming. So basically what she wrote in the note is that she thought they were going to be planning a life together, but he already has everything planned out the way he wants things to go. And she feels like she doesn't fit into this perfect mold that he has for what he wants as a wife. And that he seems to be a bit controlling, which is a deal breaker for her. This is all he needs to go on the defense and start Try saying, turn it around. where were you, where was all this before you, we've been together a whole month and da, 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 and you've never said this to me and you've been keeping this for me. And I don't understand how you haven't communicated this. Like just going on the way off the rails on her. And she says that she's willing to communicate and that she should have told him and she can admit when he's right and she's wrong, but he cannot do the same thing. He does not take any accountability in anything that has happened so far. And he is like, accountability for what? My wife wanting to give up? And she's like, yeah, stupid. <laughs> you need to take ownership in your part of me wanting to give up. And then they go into like, you need to apologize. I'm not going to apologize, but you need to say what needs to be said, but I'm not going to say that. And it's just like, this is just going to go nowhere. Mm-hmm. Because he's, at the end of the day, not going to say what needs to be said to rectify the situation. Yeah. Period. Mm-mm-mm. Hot ass mess. Run, girl, run. Oh. This, like, crumbled so fast. Right? Was she trying to fake it till she made it? I you guess. Know? I don't know why she's, like, what was her holding on here? so hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If from the beginning, you know, you've been writing hate letters to him <laughs> secretly in your phone, <laughs> like, <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Let's get into these outings. Let's. Because these guys just call Jose out on his shit, and I love it. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Um, you want to start with the guys or the girls? Doesn't matter to me. Okay. Ladies first. Let's do that. Ladies first. Ladies first. So the girls are going to... It looked like the place is called Tantrum. I'm sorry. I didn't rewind and pause. But it looked like Tantrum. And they're going to go break a bunch of shit in a room. They have to wear their safety goggles and safety hat. And they're just going to have at it. The only girl missing is Michaela. She says she doesn't feel good. So she's not there. Pregnancy scare. No, just kidding. Wouldn't that be some shit? (laughs) <laughs> Mirla, of course, wants to know if she looks cute. They say she looks like a sexy construction worker. Everyone's favorite. <laughs> right. Rachel says she's been in an emotional mess and she's stressed and she just wants an outlet to to release all that stuff. So this is perfect. She has many reasons not to trust Jose um, and and everybody's, you know, everybody's so ready to smash everything. Like, right off the bat, Brett's like, I want to throw that bottle. <laughs> well, I mean, it looks fun. fun. Yeah, it does look fun. Like, you don't remember to, to drive to Houston. <laughs> our old days. Where we- <laughs> Oh, yeah, we used to do this. How could I forget? I totally forgot about that. In our much, 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 much younger and stupid <laughs> days. We would go to like Walmart and buy a whole set of 
dishes dollar dishes yeah (laughs) like the cheap ass box of dishes and then we'd like go to a giant empty parking lot and just throw the plates and bring them (laughs) it was fun i forgot all about that good times it was it really was um so rachel goes nuts you know she's smashing tvs and credenzas and all kinds of stuff and yelling things like this is for locking me out and right and i wrote down bow was the one that was going the most hand i was just gonna say <laughs> bow i don't know what's going on with bow but she's really enjoying this and she is just going die die <laughs> yes she's smashing everything and Brett says, uh, Bao is a silent, deadly, sledgehammer-wheeling maniac, <laughs> which is accurate. Meanwhile, Mirla is just filming. Everybody smash things and says this is not her idea of fun. So Shocking. She's not going to do it. <laughs> I'm so surprised. <laughs> I can't believe that. She doesn't even want to throw one thing. Come on. It is fun. No. This is below her. I guess. So dumb. So then after they're done having their their fun, they are start talking. And Mirla has shared that she has finally kissed Gil. Everyone is, I know. Everybody's like really excited. Rachel's like, oh my gosh, this warms my heart. And they do a group hug. And uh, Mirla says she she loves how patient her husband is. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, maybe that's why I wrote that down. What? Thank you, Jesus. No. <laughs> I said, is she more religious than they let on? She might be. I know culturally, Hispanic families are, are super religious. Um, so, or maybe she's just saying it off offhand. Off cuff. Off cuff. Yeah. I was wondering why I wrote that down. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Rachel gets into her whole deal with Jose. Um, she reiterates that she doesn't think he cares about her. She does not love him anymore, which makes me think she didn't love him in the first exactly. place. I think it's just, if you can turn it on and turn it off like that, mm-hmm. honey, it's not love. I think Pastor Cal got in her ear and that just was like, that earworm was just grating on her. So she's like, let Maybe. me just say it. Yeah. She says, technically they are married, but emotionally they are not married. Um, when she confronted him, he didn't care, and he was acting like a little kid. Like, it was like talking to a wall. Um, the body language, his deflecting, is just all trash. Bao says that his it seems like his ego is very sensitive. Mm-hmm. Yes, accurate. Mirla says, you know, that it was just seemed vindictive, and he broke a major boundary. Rachel says she does not love him anymore. Man. That's pretty much what, Yeah. Yeah, they're down bad, man. (laughs) They're down bad. Yeah, I don't know how they can recover from this. I hope they don't. Honestly, I don't don't want her to go back. Like, it's for her safety. Don't go back. (laughs) She does not deserve this Mm -mm. kind of treatment for nothing. Mm -mm. For nothing. She is cute. She is smart. She is calm. She needs to get out. (laughs) Do you want to do the guys? Okay. So <laughs> the guys are at the driving range. We open with Gil, Johnny, and Zach. They're absolute amateurs who have no idea what they're doing. 
I do know the term is slicing only because I took a few golf lessons and then my golf instructor stopped calling me because I was that bad at golf lessons. Yes, we know you were going to be lady businesswoman on the golf course. I was. So, oh, I forgot I already told the story. So the term is slicing when you, you hit it and it almost hits, it goes to the side. That's called slicing. And so Johnny almost knocks sack out. Um, but also, thankfully, Gil has good reflexes because Johnny almost chipped him twice. Oh, I didn't see that. <laughs> then Ryan shows up and he's looking like the damn PGA Masters champion, like totally decked out. <laughs> Jose also shows up looking like he's a regular on the greens. He looks like a caddy. <laughs> That's when Johnny almost uh, hits Zach in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> so Ryan clearly is an actual golf player. He's like killing it, getting balls all mm-hmm. the way down the range. Uh, this is when Gil shares that he finally got his first kiss. Yeah. And they all, you know, toast to that. He says it was surprising because he thought they were going to, you know, go in for a hug and she kissed him. It was so surprising that he had to ask her if she actually meant to kiss him. And so she <laughs> kissed him a second time to double Toe down. <laughs> so they're continuing to talk. Jose tells the guys that Rachel says that she wants a divorce. They are all shocked. And then he kind of backtracks the story to when they were at the Latitude Lounge and she called him by another dude's name. He says maybe he overreacted. I don't know. He is just downplaying the whole thing mm-hmm. like so, so, so much. He knows he fucked up. He's like, you know, I wasn't like even really thinking. I woke up out of bed to pee and then I just locked the door on the way back. Like habit. It was a total accident. I did not intentionally lock her out at all. Nor did I hear her banging on the door. Because there's so much crime at the latitude. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. We didn't even talk about how... um Rachel did the damn Married at First Sight world tour and was banging on everybody's door. Yep. <laughs> she even woke up hype. Poor hype. He was barking. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was barking. <laughs> so, yes. I wonder who she ended up staying with. I don't know. Because I think on Unfiltered, he says he doesn't, to this day, know where she went mm. that night. I guess she went home. Well, no, because she didn't have keys. She didn't have her keys. Yeah. We assume. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, Gil and Mirla were not on unfiltered, so maybe that's where she ended up. Maybe. Mm. So, yeah, he says he you know woke up, went to the bathroom, locked the door because he had work in the morning. Gil says, okay, but you didn't even try to like hit your wife up to see where she was at or what was going on? And Jose's just like, no. Uh, yeah. So for someone who's like, I want to be your provider, I want to be your protector, da 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 da, couldn't give two shits where his wife is in the middle of the night. Mm-mm. Fuck that guy. So all the guys are like, no, there's absolutely no reason they would accidentally, quote unquote, put the deadbolt on, you know, their partners. Yeah. So then again, he reiterates that, you know, she well she wants to get a divorce now, and Gil is calling him out on the bullshit. Jose says he doesn't really trust her anymore. And then they do a callback to her cheating 
or admitting that she cheated on the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. And Johnny asks, well, is she doing anything to make you think she's going back to that kind of behavior? And he says he doesn't think she's doing that, but she called him someone else's name and then disappeared for the night or disappeared the next night. Yeah. And that's when Ryan says, okay, cut the shit. She said Johnny's name. <laughs> you know, yeah, she's not screwing around with Johnny. Right. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> we were all talking together in a group and she slipped up and said his name instead of Jose. Not and they all deal. start cracking up. Yeah, they're like, oh, come on, man. So, yeah, I said Ryan's trying to make light of the situation because he feels like Jose is causing all this drama for, like, no reason. Mm-hmm. And Jose says that he still sent her a text in the morning saying that he loves her. Mm-mm. I hope she ignored it. <laughs> yeah, and that's basically it i mean the very last thing is they cut to rachel and she's saying yeah she's not in love anymore she's in unmarked territory now she has no idea at this point what's really gonna happen yeah agreed i don't know how they're gonna go forward yeah she's seen a whole new side mm-hmm. and it's scary like i said it's scary red flag For real major like when we get to yelling and throwing things and no 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 we're not we're not doing any of that period Mm-mm. over some dumb shit that's the worst part it was over yes. nothing that's what i'm saying it can escalate what if they got in a fight over i don't even know she spent over 50 dollars at the grocery store yeah what the fuck what were you buying yeah i can easily see this escalating Mm-mm. get out girl I wish they would have shown a preview of the next episode instead of like a general in this season. Yeah. So I I do wonder what happens next, next time. Maybe we'll get a commercial during the week. Yeah, maybe so. And maybe e- so. And even on, cause on unfiltered this week, they had Zach, Ryan and Jose. And he mm-hmm. really didn't have any better explanation didn't have anything to make himself look bit like there was just nope. no justification i don't really like jamie otis as a host but she even called him out yeah. on it like no no you were really wrong and he wears way too much jewelry <laughs> watches bracelets necklaces necklaces yeah i'm like mm, it's a little much he wants to be icy but it's no ice. None of it was nice. <laughs> There's no <laughs> diamonds. <laughs> Just like friendship bracelets. All kinds of stuff on his wrist. <laughs> Mm-mm. But yeah, good episode. Nice and juicy. For sure. And yeah, I was not about to give Lifetime another hour of my life and watch that half season special. I don't care what they think. Oh, I watched it. You didn't miss much. They did give a few sneak peeks, but not anything that I could even recall at this moment. Okay. So you didn't miss anything. Eventually you'll see it. So it doesn't matter. I, was like, <laughs> I cannot watch this show any more hours. <laughs> and I, and I didn't even, I think I was like doing laundry. I wasn't even paying attention until they said sneak peek. And I was like, yes, yes. I'm addicted to this trash. It's only going to get better from here, baby. <laughs> 
yeah, you know, I'm really, like I said, the previews look good. Um, I'm really interested to see Ryan and Brett's relationship kind of turn. I'm sad about it uh, because I thought it, they could at least be friends. But no. <laughs> Can we say what we saw in the preview? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it doesn't look hopeful when homeboy is still on fucking Tinder and still liking people, matching with people. Matching with one of her friends. Which is exactly the odds you deserve to get for doing mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Trying to be on and then the they, low. We see, him, we see him on the couch, uh, like, a, you know, I guess for like a therapy session or whatever. And he's like, this is a joke. She's like, you're a joke. I'm like, oh, shit. Get him, Brett. Get him. It doesn't look like it bodes well for them. Nah. But we'll see. That's all I got. That's all I got. Any other closing remarks about this episode? No. They're going to get kicked out of the latitude at this point. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be be awesome. (laughs) Rachel gets banned for causing a ruckus. You're like, on ma'am, the 13th you, floor. Yeah, you, you, knocked, you knocked everybody's door, ma'am. <laughs> Please leave. All the dogs were barking. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the latest episode of Married at First Sight. We are going to continue this next week. Remember to subscribe, review uh, on any podcast platform. Uh, if you have any cheese man, feel free to DM us. Uh, or if you have anything else, you can DM us. We, we like conversation. Uh, make sure and follow us on social. On Twitter, it is Cheese McQueens. And on Instagram, Cheese McQueens Podcast. And uh, yeah, that's what I got. Ingby? Always five stars. <laughs> How did I know you were going to say that? <laughs> Five stars, five stars, five stars. Simple. That's all I ask. (laughs) All right, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.